0: Welcome everybody, hi, my name is Paula Martin and I'm based here in the UK and I'm truly honoured to be opening the Women's Series. Thank you April Perkinson of Sonata Spiritual Productions for inviting me to be a part of the team. I am truly honoured. So today I'm going to be talking about the path to me within and I will be finishing with a balancing chakra meditation. So I'm hoping that you'll get some information that may be helpful for you. You know, I'm hoping little bits. It's always good to learn new stuff. Um, So I hope you're going to get nice and comfortable. Go and grab yourself a nice cup of tea, as we have in the UK here. And um, just get ready for this new little venture because, um, yeah, we're going to have a bit of fun, I think. So... For me, what we have to start with is having an openness and willingness, because if we don't have that, then, well, we can't, everything's going to be difficult, we will struggle. If we are unable to have an openness and willingness, things will be very, very hard for us. And the only person who will suffer is ourself. So, to start on our journey or even continue on our path, the most important factor is to have an openness and willingness to make those first steps or continued steps to a deep connection to ourselves. I believe it's about having an openness to our experiences without judgment or attachment to them. So looking at it from a mindfulness perspective, this helps us to have a more gentle approach to our deepening connection to within. Just having an awareness to embark on new things or, or re-looking at something we have been, you know, that we have tried before, that is the starting point. So recognizing our emotions that may appear and acknowledging them without judgment. And instead of, you know, either pushing them away or turning to one of our addictions like food, drink, exercise, I don't know, sexing them, whatever our distraction is, it's about noticing what our emotion is. What am I feeling? So this may have been one of our coping strategies previously. It may have felt that it was working. And, you know, sometimes it may not have felt like that. And that's okay. So with this in mind, it's bringing in a mindful approach to the next chapter in your life. So just it's about remembering that it's going to bring about ease. It's going to bring about discomfort at times. And it's about learning how to sit with it. But it's also about welcoming in the joy The understanding and ultimately having a real love for life. I think that is so important for me. It is that passion and love for life. So, how does having an openness and willingness sound? I invite you to ask yourself right now. Just notice what's coming up for you. Just sit with it for a moment. How does having an openness and willingness for your new experiences, how does that sound for you? Are you noticing some excitement with a little bit of nervousness maybe? Or is there some resistance there? So whatever it is, that's okay. So whatever is coming up for you, just receive it. There's just bits of language. It's just information passing through. Just notice it and be curious without judgment. And if you can just sit with it just for a moment, that's great. If you'd rather not, then that's okay too in this moment for you. So, if you did find it difficult, it may be helpful to write down what you felt. What am I feeling? So right here, right now, when I think about having an openness, having a willingness to be open to my new experiences, about new people that I'm going to come across, how am I feeling or what am I feeling? Just note that down. Just be aware of it. Without judgment, just be aware of it. We don't need to change it. Is just having that awareness. Because you know, if we're not consistently loyal and true to our soul, we're in opposition to ourselves, self-destructive at the deepest level. So without a clear understanding of the commitment that is necessary, whatever method we use, be it a guru, discipline we embrace, however profound and transformative. It will not mean much to us or our lives unless we bring the right relationship and commitment to it. And having an openness and a willingness is all about that. It's having that commitment. And that's the starting point. So I know later on in the week, um, Elise will be um, speaking about having an awareness of our unconscious blocking of desires Oh, we're definitely going to be listening to that, least. And Kelly will also be looking at resolving our roadblocks along the way. So there's going to be some really exciting information coming along here. So just be mindful of the openness and willingness. We're then going to be moving on to um, our inner strength. So once we have mastered having an openness and a willingness towards life, we can now focus on our inner strength. So what is inner strength? So firstly, it's about understanding our shame. So shame takes its power from being unspeakable. Shame really loves perfectionists. However, if we cultivate enough awareness about shame to name it and understand it and speak it, speak to it rather, we can cut it off. So when we speak about shame, it loses its power. When we hold onto our shame and our struggles, we start believing there is something wrong with us, that we are bad, that we are not good enough. Then as those thoughts continue, we start acting on those beliefs. Once we start becoming resilient to our shame, then we can allow invulnerability. And why would I want to become vulnerable, I hear you say. I thought we were talking about inner strength. (laughs) So, yes, we are talking about inner strength. So, as the thing is, as we cannot selectively numb just the bad stuff, because that would be really handy, but we can't do that. So, as I mentioned earlier, our self-talk is screaming. I don't want to feel this hurt or rage because it makes me vulnerable. So I'm going to eat that chocolate muffin or I'm going to have that drink. So when we numb those difficult emotions through our addictions or our behaviours, we are stopping any joy and happiness into our lives. So I'm going to say that again. When we numb those difficult emotions Through our addictions, behaviours, we are stopping any joy and happiness into our lives. Okay, so what do we need to do? We need to acknowledge our vulnerability with a gentleness and kindness. It allows us to create the life we wish to live, it encourages creativity, it encourages joy a sense of belonging, it's that love, it's an inner strength, and there's just so much more. It gives us the courage to engage in relationships that may or may not work. It gives us, it, we you know, to try something new without any guarantees, I mean, that is vulnerability. It allows us to practice gratitude especially in moments of fear or difficulty. Being vulnerable isn't a weakness, it is an abundance of courage and inner strength. So being enough as adults and truly recognising quality allows us to parent effectively by offering our children that feeling they are worthy of love and belonging giving permission to ourselves with each other and knowing we will not love, share or teach each other perfectly. We just can't. So having that ability and understanding when to say sorry to our children with an explanation, recognizing that our words and actions do impact others, even if we choose to believe it or not, so this art of vulnerability is such a beautiful life skill. And most importantly, it's a gift to be treasured. So how does vulnerability sound to you? Hmm. Sounds a bit scary. It's actually, what is really interesting for me is that I found that the people who are okay showing their vulnerability, so They're people who feel that they're worthy of love. They're people that understand the importance and implement self-compassion. They're people who are kind to themselves first, then others. They're people who are authentic and they have let go of who they think they are. They feel deep connection in all relationships, including themselves. And they have a willingness and openness to experience and they're learning. So this is really encouraging, actually, because all of that is achievable. Every single one of us. Can achieve those if we choose to. So, this is the perfect time to mention Renee, and part of her talk is about eliminating toxins and stress through a bath. So, when we start releasing our shame, toxins will be shifting and moving within our body. So, also as a Reiki practitioner, too, I'm with Renee completely when she will be telling us how to keep our energy fields clear protected and strong. It is just so, so important. So now, after mastering the openness and the willingness for the new and old experiences in our lives and welcoming in our shame and vulnerability, we can now venture into self-love and healing. So how can we start to heal and offer ourselves that self-love? To start with, it's helpful to notice your self-talk. Are you being harsh or kind with your words? Just keep a mental note of how you speak to yourself when you say, you know, when you're putting your makeup on or checking yourself in the mirror before you start your day. What are you saying to yourself? Do you give yourself a hard time? when you've messed up at work or leaving the potatoes to cook until the water has boiled dry and then your saucepan burns. See see how easily that just flowed off my tongue? Yes, that's because um, it's one of my favourites to do. I think I must have burnt at least ten saucepans in my time. Do you have an imaginary stick that you beat yourself with? And how I used to when I was burning my saucepans, my goodness. Now, I won't repeat what I used to say, but for those of you who know me, might have an idea. (laughs) You know, was it helpful for me to be harsh to myself? No, not at all. So by incorporating self-compassion and an overall sense of being kind and gentle with ourselves, promote self-love and healing. If we are able to offer kindness to our friends and family it has been scientifically proven this increases happiness for both the person giving and the person receiving and if you add in a hug it can instantly boost oxytocin ox- oxytocin even all the levels are raised which is a natural buffer for the stress hormones which can heal or they can help heal feelings of loneliness, isolation, anger. So here are a few things to consider when you you are healing. What do you do to nurture yourself? Are you engaging in a creative activity? Reading your favourite book? Watching your favourite movie? Or taking a bubble bath with candles? To really nourish and nurture yourself. You ask yourself, do I take my needs into consideration? Do I see to everyone first before I look at my own? Am I listening to my body? What am I feeling? I think that's really important to notice that. And if you can ask anything, or if if one question can stay in your mind, It is, what am I feeling? So, those times that you're feeling vulnerable, that you're feeling or you're noticing that emotions are coming up, you can ask yourself, what am I feeling? What is behind that? What is that all about? You know, it's about really gently asking yourself, Being really kind to yourself in this process, you can really you could write it down. That's really helpful sometimes. It's just to notice, notice what's happening in your body. Notice um, it is really getting that mind body connection. Sometimes we cut our heads off from our bodies, not literally, but we are so in our heads. We are so planning what we're going to make for tea, we're planning about what we need to do for work, we're planning what we have to do for our kids' activities, planning, 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 analysing, 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 noticing our stress levels are raising. And it's then that is the most important time is to say, what am I feeling? What do I need to do to get my needs met what is it it's just a simple one sentence what am i feeling what do i need to do to get my needs met it's so so important i I cannot um, express that enough how important that question is what am i feeling it's so um, helpful in any situation You know, going into a meeting, maybe a little bit apprehensive, um, and just noticing without judgment. You know, it's not about having that critical mind and getting that, that stick and beating yourself up with it. It's not about that. It's about just noticing, having that awareness, asking what am I feeling and what do I need to do to meet my needs? I think it's just, you know, I can't, I can't emphasise that enough. I feel it's really, really important. So to continue with um, increasing our self-love and healing process, a wonderful addition is bringing in gratitude. So by starting a daily gratitude diary or a gratitude jar. I just love the gratitude jars. So writing down everything that makes you smile, that you're thankful for, what you love about your friends and family and your best experiences that you've had. And what is so beautiful is, you know, at the end of the year, or actually you could cut it right down, just chunk it down. You could, At the end of each month, you can go back and you can read through all of the things that you've been grateful for. And, you know, it is stripping it right back And I don't mean, oh, no, I'm really grateful for this um, amazing experience. I've been, I don't know, on a hot air balloon. Not that we do that here in the UK, you know, just putting it out. It is about being grateful for the smallest things. Today, I'm really grateful that I managed to get out of bed and I got dressed and I had a wash and I feel okay. Sometimes when we are so low, so overwhelmed, or so um, anxious, it is very, very difficult for us to even get out of bed sometimes. So it's about noticing what you're really grateful for and stripping it right back to the smallest things. And then bring in all those wonderful things that you're doing with your friends and family. And you know, all the tracks that you're going on and holidays and, or whatever you're doing, whatever you're grateful for, it's just really important to do that. So the final tip for the self-love and healing is to ban the question why. When we ask ourselves why question, it's like having a tape on a never-ending loop. Instead, ask yourself what is it I am feeling? I think I might have mentioned that this <laughs> So what is it I am feeling? Lose the why. And just replace it with what, when, where and how. You know, it, it's okay to use the others. If you're constantly going, why is this happening to me? Why is it always me? Why am I always in trouble? Why, why, why? Again it's that never ending loop. And your over analytical mind will be analysing, processing, analysing, processing, getting deeper and deeper into that stuckness of that of that never ending loop. And that's painful. And actually you will suffer. If you stay with the why question, you will suffer. So get rid of it. Get rid of that out of your your vocab. Get rid of should as well. I hate the word should. Oh, I should have done that. I should have been there. I should have. Get rid of it. It's not helpful. It really isn't helpful. So with this in mind about the self-love, the self-healing, this is a perfect section to mention Sonny and to definitely listen into to the talk on her breathing techniques, her yoga postures, her tea recipes for balancing our bodies and calming and centering. This is definitely about self-love and healing. So, we've looked at having an openness and a willingness to this process of learning called life. We've welcomed in shame and vulnerability to achieve that inner strength. We then had a look at ways for self-love and healing. We're now going to wander into women empowerment. Or would you prefer it if we stride into women empowerment? Yeah, it sounds better placed, doesn't it? I like that. Let's stride into it. So... We need to know what our core values are. Ask yourself, what is important to you? So here's a few things that are important to me. So truth, compassion, commitment, being considerate, ethical, or definitely very ethical when it comes to my work. Generous. I offer a service. Respectful. Humility, resilience, mindful, integrity, loyal, empathy, faith. All of those are really, really important to me. And Once you have determined your core values and you are living by them, this will ultimately have a positive impact. And it's just like a ripple effect you will experience these values back from everyone that you interact with. So it's really important to hold these values in pursuit of life goals, however, not too tightly, as sometimes you may need to flex to make compromise. So to fully engage in our personal power, and I'm not talking about the ego here, We must take responsibility for our words and actions. So that means we have to speak from the eye. So here's an example. So I feel upset when I believe I'm not being listened to. Okay. Or, here's another little example for you. I really hear how annoyed you are about this situation and I really don't like to see you suffer. However, right now, I need to listen to my needs so I'm unable to come with you tonight. Does that make sense? So what you're doing is, by speaking from the arm, you're not pointing the finger of blame and saying, you've made me feel like this because of you, I feel really shirty. Sorry, that's a, I think that's a UK word. I feel really annoyed or I feel really upset with you. You know, what you're doing is taking responsibility for your words and your actions. So you're speaking from the eye. It's absolutely beautiful. When you get into the habit of using it all the time, again, it's that ripple effect. It just... Um, it, it pours into everyone that you speak to because they go, oh, she hasn't blamed me. She's taking responsibility. Oh, okay. She's a pretty grounded person. That's okay. So that's, an, you know, if you can really get to grips with speaking from the eye, I really recommend it because actually it transforms relationships Really, really quickly, and it's great to work with our children. The more we can take responsibility for our stuff and recognise that we're not projecting any of our rubbish onto the child, our children, it, it's just a wonderful um, transformation within families, um, within friendships, within work situations. It's really, really, it's imperative, you know, to get a really good relationship going there. So the more we take ownership of our words, it has this beautiful ripple effect which flows to everyone that we come into contact with. It really does. I cannot stress that enough. It is just the most beautiful thing ever. Because people get it. And when they see you do it, or hear you do that, they follow suit. And I didn't think that would happen, personally. But the more I've been doing it over the years, my whole family are doing it too. And I love that. I love to see my children who are actually adults now but I love to see them out there and really taking responsibility for what they're having to say. So I'm going to continue. Having a sense of worthiness and being good enough is absolutely essential to your personal power. So write down what you love about yourself. Ask the people who you truly trust all the positive things they love about you. So, and, and I, I really want you to be uh, mindful of that. You have to trust these people. I don't want you just going around willy-nilly going, hi, can you just tell me what you love about me? Because I want them, it, it needs to be positive stuff. And now, so what What I want you to do is, is plant those seeds of those positive affirmations And you can read them to yourself twice a day, so morning and evening. So once you're comfortable with, you know, that you can start saying them out loud. So once you start saying them in your head, you then start saying them out loud. And then you move on to saying them out loud, but in front of the mirror. So you're going to have these beautiful lists of these positive affirmations of you're going to initiate them. So you're going to start writing what you really love and admire about yourself. So, oh, and this one you must put on your list. I am worthy. So I'm creative, I'm worthy, I'm lovable. I don't know, anything that you feel that fits in with you. So I want you to really take your time and there's no rush, just be guided by your mind and body reconnecting to your personal power. So if it feels like you need to just say it to yourself for a month, then that's okay. And then if you want to say it for a month out loud, that's okay. And then the next month, you can go and say it out loud in front of the mirror. Yeah. It's just really, really important about reconnecting to your personal power. And that using the affirmations is something that is just an extra little boost for that. So it's something to think about. I must mention the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruse. This is my Bible. I mention it to, well, not all of my clients, the majority of my clients. It is a must. I just, um, they are so powerful, but they're so simple. So the first agreement, be impeccable with your word. The first agreement is the most important one and also the most difficult one to honour. It sounds very simple, but it's very, very powerful. Be impeccable is not going against yourself. When you're impeccable, you take responsibility for your actions, but you do not judge or blame yourself. There you go. How amazing. The second agreement. Don't take anything personally. Ah, That is a biggie, isn't it? I know. Whatever happens around you, don't take it personally. So if I see you on the street and say, Hey, you. You're so stupid without knowing you. It's not about you. It's about me. If you take it personally, then perhaps you believe you are stupid. Maybe you think to yourself, what does she know? Can everybody see how stupid I am? So Don Miguel Rue says, nothing other people do is because of you. It's because of themselves. Oh, and by the way, I'd never go up to anybody and tell them they're stupid. It's just, I just wanted to make them. You know, anyway. So, third agreement don't make assumptions. We have the tendency to make assumptions about everything. The problem with making assumptions is that we believe they are the truth, we can swear they're real. We make assumptions about what others are doing or thinking. We take it personally. Then we blame them and react with our words. That is why when we make assumptions, we're asking for problems. We make an assumption, we misunderstand, we take it personally, and we end up creating a whole big drama for nothing. The way to keep yourself from making assumptions is to ask questions. Make sure the communication is clear. If you don't understand, ask. Have the courage to ask questions until you are as clear as you can be. Strip it right back and look at the facts only. It's so important to do that. Our mind just goes off on tangents and makes these big scenarios up. We've made this huge assumption about something. So strip it right back and just look at the facts and ask the questions. So the fourth agreement, always do your best. So, the fourth agreement is about the action of the first three. Always do your best. So Don Miguel Ruse continues, under any circumstance, always do your best. No more and no less. But keep in mind that your best is never going to be the same from one moment to the next. Everything is alive and changing all the time. So your best will sometimes be high quality and the other times it will be not as good. I just think they're brilliant. I absolutely love those. And I have to mention them because it, it just, it is all about that empowerment, that personal power. So boundless freedom. You know, feeling empowered. We have a boundless freedom. Having an awareness encourages personal freedom. So Freud tells us to blame our parents for all of, the short, of all of our shortcomings of our life. Marx tells us to blame the upper class of our society. For me, it isn't about blame. It's about taking responsibility for our path, our journey. We have choices in life. How wonderful is that? We can choose to give ourselves permission to allow ourselves to live the life we desire. So I'd like to finish with a meditation of a healing chakra meditation, clearing any negative blocks, opening up the energy of love, compassion and a sense of oneness within this beautiful universe. So I want you to become nice and comfortable. I need you to put down your cup of tea now. So I want you to become nice and comfortable. You can either sit or you can lie down. So if you're sitting, I just want you to becoming aware With your feet on the floor your back against the chair and your hands on your lap and when you're ready, and only when you're ready you can close your eyes I want you to take a nice deep breath in I want you to start noticing your breath. Breathing slowly and deeply into your belly. So every out breath is releasing any tension you may have. I want you to becoming aware of Mother Earth, I want you to become aware of Mother Earth below you just getting a sense of a deep connection between yourself and Mother Earth, I want you to visualise you have roots going deeper and deeper into the earth, feeling safe and secure and completely grounded as you connect with mother earth. noticing your breathing, every in-breath is healing every cell of your body, every out-breath is releasing everything that no longer serves you. As we connect to our first chakra, the base energy centre, which is at the base of our spine. It is also connected to the colour red, our sense of smell and our survival instinct. I want to visualise a rotating sphere of energy, pulsating positive healing red energy, from the universe into your base chakra releasing any blocked energy and any negative emotions really visionizing that rotating sphere the energy pulsating positive healing red energy mother earth is our home while we are here so by replacing any fear and doubt with love and trust it nourishes energizes and heals us. We are rooted in our experiences and they nourish us. We grow like a tree, reaching for the sky, while anchored on the earth. Moving to our second chakra, the sacral energy centre, which is below the navel. It's connected to the colour orange, our taste, our creativity, harmonious relationships and balanced sexual energy. So visualize a rotating sphere of energy pulsating positive healing orange energy from the universe into your sacral chakra. It's releasing any blocked energy and any negative emotions. Replacing fear and doubt with love and trust, it transforms our experiences into co-creative celebrations of life, bringing your attention to the third chakra the solar plexus energy center, which is above the navel, It's connected to the color yellow, of sight, enhanced energy and self-control. So visualize a rotating sphere of energy pulsating positive, healing, yellow energy from the universe into your solar plexus chakra, releasing any blocked energy and any negative emotions. Really visualize that beautiful yellow pulsating energy. Facing fear and doubt with love and trust opens up to gratitude and feeling confident of our abilities. You are relaxed, confident, open, capable, competent, and every challenge stimulates you. full chakra, the heart energy centre, which is in the centre of your chest. It's connected to the colour green, touch, feelings of compassion and love. So visualise the rotating sphere of energy, pulsating positive healing green energy from the universe into your heart chakra. Releasing any blocked energy and any negative emotions. Really drawing in that love and self-compassion. beautiful green energy is pulsating this pool of energy expanding that love and compassion for every living being so replacing fear and doubt with love and trust with radiating love and compassion and warmth. Feeling completely connected with life. Everyone becomes your relative. Plants, animals, birds. You feel loving kindness towards all living beings. You are open and welcoming. For bringing your attention to your fifth chakra, throat energy center. It's connected to the color blue, sound, speech and communication. Visualize the rotating sphere of energy pulsating positive healing blue energy from the universe into your throat chakra. Releasing any blocked energy and any negative emotions. Replacing fear and doubt. With love and trust. With you, express yourself clearly and easily. Your voice is full and strong. So moving up to your 6th chakra, the 3rd eye, energy centre, is connected to the colour indigo, light and vision, so visualise a rotating sphere of energy, pulsating positive healing indigo energy from the universe into your 3rd eye chakra, releasing any blocked energy, and any negative emotions placing fear and doubt with love and trust and becoming aware of the wisdom and compassion of the universe in everything you see. Moving your attention to the seventh chakra, the crown energy center, which is at the top of your head. It's connected to the color violet, thought, knowledge, and intuition. So visualize a rotating sphere of energy, pulsating positive, healing violet energy from the universe into your crown chakra. Releasing any blocked energy and any negative emotions. Replacing fear and doubt with love and trust. Produces positive emotions such as gratitude, contentment and joy and becoming authentically empowered. Visualise a line running through all seven chakras which brings a feeling of balance, well-being openness and a sense of love and compassion for all living beings throughout this universe bringing all of the colours together surrounding yourself with the glorious technicolour of healing light bathing in your inner calm, self-compassion and love You have the choice to keep your chakras open, knowing you are safe, secure and standing in your power by being true to your core values. You may choose to close down your chakras until your next meditation, which is okay too. Becoming aware of the space around you. Noticing your body. And taking a deep breath in. And gently releasing. Let's take another deep breath in. And stretching your arms above your head. Feeling energised. Full of love for yourself and all living beings and when you are ready and only when you are ready you can open your eyes thank you so when we do our chakra meditation or when we think about our chakras every time We do breathing techniques, yoga, meditation, connecting with nature. Our chakras are opening. They're balancing. The energy is flowing through our body. It's about being true to ourselves Knowing who we are, what we stand for, and just becoming aware of our personal power. Being kind and gentle to ourselves and really recognising what our needs are. What do we need to do or how do we need to behave to make it okay for us? We have choices in life and we can choose whichever path we want to go down. We can become vulnerable, that shows inner strength. We can acknowledge our shame because we all have it. We don't have to live by the story that we've been told when we were younger. We don't have to carry that through into adulthood. We have choices. And that is wonderful. It's amazing. It's powerful. It's liberating. One will know we can choose to live the life we truly want that is so empowering so I invite you to really look at how you want to live your life I invite you to be open and have that willingness I invite you to find your shame and your vulnerability have fun with the younger part of you. Have fun nurturing her. Really have fun with your affirmations. Really take control of being responsible for your words and actions. Speaking from the eye. Knowing that you are good enough right here, right now. And knowing that you have choices. And always remember, if something's happening inside, ask the question, what am I feeling? What's behind that? How can I take care of myself? How do I need to nurture myself? What are my needs? Am I now going to move up to the top of the pile? I hope you're going to say yes. Because if we don't take care of ourselves, then we can't take care of anyone else. So I invite you to take care of yourself first. Love yourself for who you are. Be proud of who you are celebrate who you are and embrace in your life that love that joy and ultimately that freedom how amazing is that I feel so honoured to be able to be a part of this I really hope um But even if you just take one little snippet away from what I've said tonight or today, this morning, whatever it is, it's tonight for me. (laughs) However, I really, I welcome any emails. Um, If you just want to chat to me on Facebook, you can see my Facebook page there. It's under Paul Martin Therapies. I'd love to have a conversation with you. You know, I'm really open to chatting with everybody. I love to talk. Um, And I am just truly grateful to be a part of this. And again, thank you, April, for inviting me. So... I just want to say thank you, I really hope that you just enjoy your life, really take responsibility for your words and actions and really love yourself for who you are. And we're going to have so much fun listening to Sonali, Renee, Kelly, Elise, Oh my goodness, it's just going to be wonderful. We're going to have such a beautiful time. Um, And I'm just so looking forward to it. So I just want to finish on saying thank you and goodbye.